Good morning, Casey Moon here with www.kcmoon.com. It's K-S-E-A, like ocean, C. It is Tuesday morning. Super early here, super cold and icy outside. Probably no sun today, which is really not my favorite. I'm not really sure why I live in the Midwest. I mean, I have some ideas, but definitely not conducive to me as a person or my health in the long term. So the plan is to get out of here soon and not get, I always get roped back into it kind of like um, for my husband's work and money and blah, blah, blah. And it's really still not conducive to me as a person to live um, in the Midwest, so, because, I mean, the Midwest is uptight, right, like, still super uptight, I live in Iowa City, and it's probably supposed to be the most progressive place to live in Iowa, and yet it's still um, super uptight, (laughs) and still very Midwest, and still very closed-minded, and, um, you know, people, it's not as progressive as one might think, and maybe it's just not progressive as in, like, thought forms and belief systems and, yeah. So, but there is a good university here and a great hospital, so there are positives to it, but I would say if you are a spiritual badass that Iowa is just not the place for you. So I want to talk about trauma-informed healing or trauma-informed everything because we live in a world where so many people are traumatized and more than not, most people carry some form of trauma and trauma isn't just you know, sexual abuse, trauma can be emotional abuse, mental abuse, energetic abuse. Um, Trauma can come in all shapes and sizes and forms. And unfortunately, most of society is not trauma informed. Um, Like here is a great example, like dentists are not trauma informed. So a lot of patients, myself included, I'm hypersensitive. I'm a hypersensitive person. I have sensory processing disorder, technically, which really is, just means I'm a spiritual badass. And then I also have some residual PTSD still, not like I have had in the past. Um, the level of it, I would say it went from like on a scale of 1 to 10, it went from a level 100 to maybe a level two, which is really amazing. Um, My quality of life has increased significantly over the last few years because of doing all of this healing work um, around my trauma. And yeah, so, but the point is, is that most people are not trauma informed and trauma sensitive. And I think moving forward in the world that providers of any kind should be trauma informed 
and have a good understanding of trauma and how to work with patients with significant trauma. Um, and it's not that complicated, really. And it just it's a matter of awareness and energetic stance and appropriate um, conversation and things like that, you know. So we're going to talk about what trauma intelligent means and trauma informed. I'm going to try to stay on track because, again, I'm really not a morning person. This getting up at 530 is like my brain is still not fully integrated with this whole shift in my life of 530 a.m. kind of life. So before I get started, I have a question for you guys, and this is just um a personal thought, a personal belief that I have, and a personal experience that I've had many, many times. Um, I am wondering what you guys think about people who have never been sexually abused working with people who have. And I'm wondering if you think that that's appropriate. If you think... um, that they have the chops, let's say, or I don't want to say the dignity that it takes to work with somebody who has experienced significant trauma like this, but I want to know your opinion. Because my opinion is that it's a no. It's not just a no, it's a hell no. Um, When I was younger and I was first healing, I went to therapist, PTSD therapist, psychotherapist, all the therapists, and it was absolutely horrifying, and it only made things worse. Like, I'm sure talk therapy is very valuable, but really, is it? Like, you stupid fuck. And I'm not sure that talk therapy, I mean, maybe done with the right person in the right context with um, the appropriate space holder. Like, I don't think there's things you can get in college when it comes to healing. I don't think there's educational awareness that you'll have from it. But I do think... um, a therapist or practitioner that has also a experienced something similar firsthand or um, the same type of abuse has a better understanding and I believe that the client can feel that right because we're already so sensitive we're so hypersensitive because we've had to be to survive when you live in a state of trauma like that as a child you become hypervigilant and hypersensitive. Your senses become almost overdeveloped. And we can feel when somebody is not going to be a person that we can fully allow our trauma to come out in front of, which is what needs to happen for a survivor to heal from the sexual abuse trauma. It needs to come out fully. It needs to be processed. It needs to be spoken out in a way that the other person that's holding space is not being affected by the process, but is a steady 
ship on a very, very, very stormy sea. They are a steady ship and a great captain, and they can na help navigate the water. And I feel that the most appropriate person to work with someone who is healing from sexual abuse and suffers from severe PTSD and possibly other things, because usually when we have that trauma, then it's like it gets planted in us, right? Like a seed. I wouldn't say seed because when I see sexual trauma in other people's systems, it never looks like a seed or an arrow or different different types of other forms of trauma. It really has its own distinct energy, unlike anything I've seen. And when it's planted in there, everything like your energy moves through your body so everything hits that filter first that hits that energy first has to push through that energy so it's going to come up and out filtered through that trauma so if you feel like your trauma overshadows everything in your life that's because it does because Every feeling and thought and energetic movement goes through that trauma filter first. That blob of energy. We'll just call it a blob, but it's more like a very sticky mass residue. And it's very dense. So it's because it does. And I feel like so many survivors think that they're stuck with it for the rest of their lives and you're not you're not stuck with it for the rest of your life um unfortunately it is something that has to be healed and it takes an incredible amount of work and perseverance and heart and dignity and courage which I believe you already have if you're still alive after that kind of trauma and so you're already a warrior and a badass. And, and I know that anybody who's survived up to this point from that kind of trauma can do the healing work around the situation, the trauma, to have a better quality of life. And that's not just me saying, you know, some hippy-dippy shit. I actually... 100% mean it and I honestly am going to tell you flat out there is no one way hippy dippy shit that is going to work there's no Reiki that's going to heal it there's no um, you know band-aid type of things like it's an energy that does need your attention and it does need processed out through your body not all at one time because that would be a horrifying devastation. And I know that for a fact because I have definitely been through parts of my journey where I bit off way more than I could chew. And thank God my children were present or there were things in my life to force me to be grounded in some way that I could anchor down and hang on to and realize that, um, you know, that I could navigate the storm that I was in because I had pushed it too far. So 
in some ways I think it's great that I pushed it too far because now I know like okay you know that's a little dangerous to to take a chunk that big and process it at one time like you can't really do that and um like I know that it's not conducive for other people but good thing it was me and no one else so when you're healing trauma especially sexual abuse trauma emotional trauma I mean any trauma but I want to focus on sexual abuse trauma because I feel the weight of that so heavy in the world I found a few people on Instagram and they're definitely going through a lot of PTSD and sexual trauma and so I want to address that because you know a lot of survivors don't know there's a way out and I remember not knowing that there was a way out and that it did, I didn't have to live that way. You know, I was so used to living with that level of trauma and just accepting that that was the way my life was going to be and I was going to have to take medication or, you know, that, that my life would only have so much joy. There would only be so much light. And I had accepted that that trauma was going to be with me forever which is not true in any way, shape, or form. So here are a few things that I would suggest. Um, CBD oil, like really, really good, really strong CBD oil. Depending where you live, it's probably not legal. I don't know, maybe you live somewhere really awesome and progressive, and it is. Not CBD with high THC, just CBD oil and that is going to help heal your nervous system it's going to help you stay in a state of calm it's good to stay ahead of PTSD episodes um, because it's almost like once it starts going you if you don't catch it right away you're already in for a wild ride so I try to stay ahead of what could be a PTSD episode or know like what are my stressors, right? Because <clears throat> when you have PTSD, regular life stressors can, even good stress can pop off an episode. So CBD, I take CBD plus, um, it's the gold formula. I take it every day and I chew the capsules. <laughs> they used to have a syringe where you could just shoot it in your mouth, but they got rid of those because I guess they're saying there's THC in them, which I might agree with. There was a little bit, but... So CBD is a great, great, great alternative to medication and pain management. And I do mean pain management as far as emotional, uh, physical, mental CBD. Um, the second one is salt bath. Salt bath. <laughs> I'm not really sure why my alarm keeps going off. Hopefully I can edit it out. If not, I'm just gonna leave it and everyone's gonna have to deal with it. But salt bath, um, sea salt, Epsom salt, any kind of salt, heavy salt, and go heavy on the salt in your salt bath. And every night before bed, I literally soak in a tub of salt water because one, my, my mermaid soul needs freaking salt water. Two, 
I can feel like to me the water is like a womb. It's like a big crystal. Water is my friend, and I, I just I feel so safe in a tub of water, and I feel like it's like I'm being upheld, and the salt removes residual residue from your day, from your energy. Um, it can help, especially if you're processing out trauma, salt bathing constantly. I know people think I'm crazy when I'm like salt bath every night, but I'm always processing out my shit. So I need to keep it moving. I need to get that residue off my aura and my energy field. So CBD salt bath. Number three would be, what is number three? I just had a blank. Ooh, ritual. Every day I start my day with a ritual. And it just makes me feel more, I don't want to say in control of my life, but I'm the one setting the tone for the day. So when we grow up and we're traumatized and there's all kinds of trauma happening, we feel very out of control. As survivors, like feeling out of control is a very normal thing for us. And because we're so out of control in our own bodies, we're children in our existence, then feeling out of control, even when we're safe, is our setting. So I like to start my day with a ritual. And my ritual includes um, like a charcoal disc and herbs, loose herbs of chamomile and white sage and lavender, sometimes lemon balm. And it just is soothing to me and the smoke is soothing and it's purifying. And I say a little prayer um, to my guides and my ancestors and I just ask them to step in and help me to see what it is that I cannot yet see, but to also protect me. Um, Because I tend to wander in sometimes to situations that I don't, like I'm learning to um, heal a lot of my, my, um, I don't want to say victim behavior, but I used to go into situations raw and I wouldn't say powerless, but just with no shield up and that's my natural state is to be very like open and but I never had a shield up of protection around me I was just always like oh it's fine what's gonna happen well now I know and I the lesson has been driven home so every day I like to protect myself and it that's that's a good thing for real if you knew me it's a really good thing um so CBD salt bath ritual, energetic protection. The herbs are protective. Chamomile is masculine and is ruled by the sun. Some people say lavender is masculine, but I don't think so. I think it's feminine. Um, Lemon balm is feminine and ruled by the moon. It helps with anxiety. It is amazing. Um, Let's see, white sage. I don't know. I feel like white sage is masculine, but I could be wrong. Like, white sage is something all of its own, maybe. So, herbs are my friends, plants are my friends, and I believe that a lot of survivors of sexual abuse are very activated 
in the upper chakra system, so they have an affinity for plant medicine. And they can understand the plant language because they're so activated in their upper chakra system. So if you haven't used plant medicine yet, if you haven't started working with plants, maybe check it out and just just see. Like Plants are amazing allies. Number four is exercise. And I know that (laughs) a lot of people are not going to like this one, but um, exercise, like when you're healing that trauma out of your system, that energetic um, mass in your system from that trauma, exercise is an important part of processing it out physically because it gets stuck in your tissues. Like the issues in your tissues, that's a very real thing. So exercise is a key part of processing out trauma. Um, It speeds up the process of healing so much. When I was hyper-focusing on my trauma and my chakra system, I was going at it energetically, spiritually, mentally, and physically. And I was going hard physically after it. And it was basically um, like I would seek out the trauma in my system and the blockage in my system. And I would embody it, I guess. I guess arc to it, come down into it so that I could move it out of my system. So in that, I would either do, I would always do a vigorous exercise in moving it out of my system. But I was never just doing the exercise. I was also spiritually and energetically participating in the movement of that trauma. And so it was always with vigorous exercise, whether it was walking vigorously, hiking, um, kettlebells, lifting weights, yoga, whatever it was, it was vigorous. And um, there were a couple times that it was a little scary. You know, I really hit the mother load at certain points and it got a little intense for a moment. And But it was powerful. So I would think... How do I say this? Like, just be careful in your exercise when you're putting your awareness on your trauma. Like, be gentle with yourself and, like, take deep breaths and know how much you can handle. And there's no, there's no, it's not a race, you know? Like, I was just going so hard because I know myself and I know what I'm capable of and I know I'm not afraid of the bottom falling out because, um you know, that's not new to me. So the bottom falling out is never the end of life. It might feel like it for sure, which if you're a survivor of abuse, then you know that, that it feels like the end of the world, but we know it isn't. We know there's there's more to come. So, but I would suggest not pushing it as hard, but also, you know, exercise boosts your endorphins. It boosts your happy hormones and I think PTSD can be crippling and it's a way to combat that PTSD. So I know if I said like we're going to talk about trauma sensitive stuff and I went on this whole rant about 
um, you know, some things you can do to help with your PTSD, to help support you in your healing process. Um, I have to take my son to school. We're going to get a little cut short, but we are going to be talking more about trauma-informed healing, trauma-informed womb healing, trauma-informed yoni egg practice. Like These things drive me insane because trauma is a big deal and working with trauma is such a big deal and the energy of trauma is such a big deal and if touched the wrong way can be very detrimental to the um, client or person or human or however you want to put it. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And yeah, have a great Tuesday.